I'm Jenny Thane, part of the Primary Markets team at the London Stock Exchange. I'm here today as part of our Be Inspired series in the beautiful Cotswolds with Brusque Korkmaz, CEO and founder of Hercules Site Services, PRC. Brusque, thank you so much for having us today. Let's start from the very beginning. You founded the business in 2008. You came to market earlier this year with a market cap of nearly 30 million. Where did it all begin? Working as a civil engineer, um, I spotted a gap in the market for a forward-thinking labor supply company operating in the infrastructure sector. All the companies I came across in the past were offering nothing different, set in their ways and very old-fashioned. So I thought it was time for a positive change. I started the business in the family spare bedroom by borrowing £10,000 from my parents. My son uh, was born and then I ended up moving to our garage as he was getting too loud. Then we moved into our uh, shared offices and we ended up purchasing our land and building our own offices where we are currently working at the moment. Since then, 14 years later, we have got our labor supply division, our suction excavator division, civil engineering division, and our Hercules digital division with over 600 people working with us. So we are really proud. Fantastic. And from those days of being in the garage, being in the spare bedroom, was an IPO always the end goal? IPO wasn't definitely the part of the plan. Uh, and if you asked me this uh, you know, uh, question 14 years ago, uh, I would have probably um, uh, laughed at it. Um, we believe as a fast-growing company floating on the AIM market should take us to the next level of growth. Um, we've got really ambitious and bold plans to push us further to be the go-to company in the uh, labor supply sector. Uh, we've got multiple cross-selling opportunities with our additional construction services. This should bring extra revenue generation. So very exciting times ahead of us. Fantastic. How was the process, you know, trying to run an IPO as well as actually keep the business going? How was that for you as a, as a leader? I am very lucky to be uh, surrounded by an amazing uh, uh, senior leadership team who work together uh, uh, to manage the day-to-day -day running of the business. I worked in the process with our CFO, our board of directors and our advisors uh, who have got amazing experience in the previous successful IPOs. It was a hard work uh, to start with. It was a bit of a juggling sort of process for us. Uh, but uh, everyone has been fantastic. We all work together. For me, the main two uh, key points were teamwork and uh, strong communication. Um, and uh, after working uh, through this uh, one and a bit year period, we made it in the end uh, to the IPO. Uh, so it was definitely worth it. Absolutely. And you, you guys seem to be doing a great job. It feels like here in the office there's a fantastic culture, um, which hopefully the IPO has, has just supported. It's early days, but what's life like as a public company? And is there anything that keeps you up at night? First and foremost, away from the aim, the main thing which keeps me up at night is ensuring that our workforce gets home safe and well every day back to their families. This is the most important thing. We've got a very strong and very capable team uh, and it helps me to focus on uh, steering the business into new ground, such as exploring acquisition opportunities. It is very exciting for us, but at the same time it is very new. There is no doubt that there will be uh, uh, challenges uh, uh, come with it, but we are ready for them. 
Obviously, my main focus is for Hercules to continue performing at the highest level to bring the most value and most benefit for our investors. And it, and it very much, I can feel your energy and your excitement and, and the culture here in the office seems fantastic. Everyone seems really, really at home. It's a, it's a pleasure to, to be part of it for today. I guess, what does the next five years look? You know, you've set a fantastic foundation, you're now public. What does the next five years bring? And what does, the, what does being public, what's the IPO enable you to bring, in, bring into as part of that strategy? Being listed on the market brings lots of opportunities and it's a new chapter for us. The next five years will bring exciting challenges as we are uh, continuing to grow. This is through acquisitions, our future plans, as well as the 650 billion pounds investment that is committed by the government in the infrastructure sector. So our forecasts are looking really good. Our aim is to provide local jobs for local people and we are already doing this by using our digital apps. This also creates positive social value in, within the communities that we are working. Fantastic. I mean, it's so interesting to hear how technology is being applied to a range of sectors. So can you tell us a bit more about the app? Of course, uh, normally uh, construction recruitment is really traditional and uh, people phone up to offices to register themselves. But after five o'clock, there is no one there to answer the phone for them to be registered. This app that we provided, it's called Construction Jobs, and people can use this, but, uh, they can register themselves anytime they like, and they can upload their qualifications, their personal data, and we match uh, uh, them to the local jobs close to themselves, which is amazing. And it sounds like that really helps you to stand out as well in front of your in with your competitors. Of course, it is very unique and uh, there isn't anything like this done uh, uh, as well. Uh, and uh, the second app that we developed, our HR onboarding app, which uh, uh, completes the process of uh, workers uh, getting to jobs. And of course, there's a very well publicised skills shortage in the UK at the moment. Is that providing you challenges? How are you tackling that? There is a massive challenge in the UK with uh, regards to the skill shortage, uh, but we've got very exciting plans, exciting um, uh, growth plans uh, uh, with regards to investing our training centre. So we can upskill and cross-skill our own workforce internally. And we also would like to monetize this opportunity as well. This will all obviously help uh, to tackle the well-publicized skill shortage in the UK. Right, so you're, you're clearly investing in, in people and that's, that's fantastic to hear about the training. What about other things that you were able to invest in and grow as a result of the IPO? After the IPO, uh, when we looked at uh, our current suction excavator fleet, which we should have uh, 20 uh, by, by November, we are doing really well and there's a massive demand to it. So we decided to order 10 more, which they will be arriving from January uh, to March next year, which is amazing because we will have one of the biggest fleets in the UK. And also we have uh, some acquisition opportunities as well coming up. Obviously, uh, the public will hear it later on. Brilliant. OK. And don't think we can't talk about ESG. It's becoming more and more of a focus, whether you be public or private. How have you at Hercules looked to, to tackle that? We have very incredibly uh, diverse workforce 
on-site and in our head office. We've got 25 different nationalities uh, working with us and uh, as you can imagine uh, they bring different thoughts and different opinions uh, about how to do things and uh, listening uh, to these uh, diverse uh, opinions helps us to make the right decision uh, and uh, helps us to solve the problems really effectively. Having skill shortage in the UK, it uh, made us look at the different areas for employing uh, 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 people with different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Just to give a quick example, uh, most of our suction ex excavator operators are from ex-military background, which is great because they turn up on time, they are amazingly skillful and they are uh, uh, brilliant people to work with. Brilliant. And we, I suppose we, we can't talk about diversity without talking about gender diversity. I've seen in your office that you've got a fantastic mix of uh, men and women. What about on site? That must be a challenge. It is a challenge, uh, but it is going in the, in the right direction. Uh, just to give an example, uh, this week we have got our first female suction excavator operator started with us. She also uh, is ex-military as well. And we are really looking forward to working with her. Brilliant. Now, let's get personal. What is your, what's your driver when it comes to business? What, what drives Brusque? I normally have a positive mindset to most of the things, mm -hmm. uh, whether this is starting a new business or competing in an Ironman challenge. My key drivers are my family, my wife and my children, and it pushes me continually to work harder and, and aim higher. Oh, it's, it's really lovely to hear that your, you know, your family is such a big part. I can see there's some artwork from them around the room here in your office, which is great. What about, what about in the business world? Who inspires you there? I always considered Hercules to be a disruptive brand in an old-fashioned market. Like Richard Branson, Javi started with Virgin Group and changed the industries. Having a business uh, which thinks outside the box gets me really, really excited and uh, uh, so I can get up every morning to go to work. It's important. That's fantastic. And what a great place to end the interview. Brusk, thank you so much for having us here today and being part of our Be Inspired series. Thank you, Jennifer.